Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I heard on the Les Grubbs thing that uh, the Bears are picked to win uh, against uh, the Green Bay Packers. Wait, you heard heard where? But I listened to Les Grubbs and I talked to him. Not uncommon. Lots of people talk to Les Grobstein for lots of years right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Mike Esposito here with you. I'm going to take you for the next hour or so until midnight. And Mark Rohde will have your overnight for you. We are here paying tribute to our friend Les, who passed away yesterday. Uh, Les was 69 years old. Um, uh, Shocked all of us here at the station, and we've been talking about it throughout the day here. Uh, what we're going to do tonight, though, and we're, we're glad you're stuck with us here on the score uh, through the NFL uh, playoff game, Rams big over the Cardinals. And uh, as a texter pointed out, made me laugh that Les would undoubtedly start his show by talking about the history of the Cardinals when they were the Chicago Cardinals. And I can't do the Les voice like Grody can, so I'm not going to try. But I would, he definitely would have done something like that, and we would have definitely enjoyed that. Uh, but I don't have any Chicago Cardinals thoughts, and I can't do the Les voice as good as Grody. Uh, we'll have to wait until midnight for that one. Uh, I'm alongside Brandon Fryer, and really what we want to do here, uh, again, is is give our listeners and our texters at 312-644-6767. Same number, either way, our tech zone brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time and shop online at rosenhyundai.com. We are also broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Uh, we want to talk to you. That's really the point here. We want you to share your memories of Les with us. We want to hear um, what you're going to miss about him, what you loved about him. I got a bunch of texts here that we can read as well. Uh, And I'll start myself, and then I want to get our producer, Brandon Fryer, uh, to pipe in because he would have uh, certainly started, as most SCORE employees did. If you were a producer, if you were a new producer on the SCORE, undoubtedly your first assignment would be less a show. And that was the rule going all the way back to college radio, whatever it is, your first job, your first job is going to be in overnights. And that's training ground. And it really is. It's an opportunity to, to learn and an opportunity to make mistakes without having the whole world hear your mistakes. So for rookie producers, uh, as we, we hire new guys and girls, um, and they come along and they end up working on less a show. So less, had throughout his career uh, helped mentor lots and lots of our staff members. So I want to get Brandon's uh, input on that uh, as he uh, is uh, not super new, but you've been around uh, for a little bit here, Brandon, but you certainly have um, some less stories to share with us. But the uh, the interesting uh, thing about that is, you know, Les really loved overnights and he loved his overnight listeners. I said this earlier, uh, the, the great thing about, the Les Grobstein experience here on The Score and the Les Grobstein show for however many years uh, during both of his stints on The Score is that Les Les was amongst his people, right? He loved the listeners. He loved the interaction. He loved meeting you guys and gals out on the streets at events. Um, He took pride in in what he was doing. He knows or he knew that... um, you know, lots of people depended on him for their entertainment, for their sports talk, for their sanity breaks during the middle of the night, whether it was uh, you can't fall asleep, so you flip the radio on, 
you're in the car, you're a truck driver, you're driving overnights in the dark and, you know, you're tired and whatever. Less was that outlet. Less was that entertainment. Um, and less was your pal. He was your pal down the radio line. So I want to hear from his pals. 312-644-6767. We'll take as many calls as we can get uh, for this hour. And then I have no idea what Grody has planned. I've purposely not asked him because I want it to be a surprise. Um, very few people at our station were as close as Grody was to less. Tons of shifts together with crosstalks and uh, certainly... Countless uh, time spent in press boxes together. I was part of some of those and uh, high comedy usually, um, you know, just some of the stories and uh, some of the silliness that uh, in some cases stretched years and years and years with the with the exact same jokes and the exact same um, observations, whatever you want to call them. Uh, but we certainly had a lot of fun uh, working together with Les and we will certainly miss working together with Les right here at the score. Um, Brandon, um, I know we have to do a, actually, you know what? Let's do this. Let's, let's pause 10 seconds now uh, to uh, identify ourselves here on WSCR Chicago. You're listening to Sports Radio 670, The Score, WSCR and HD Chicago, WBMX HD2 Chicago, and Odyssey Station. So what I would like to do is is have our producer, Brandon Fryer, before we start screening phone calls, Brandon, if you could maybe share what you experienced working with Les. I know the, as I said earlier, the overnight score shift is kind of a, a training ground. It's it's where the new blood goes to, uh, to, to learn the ropes, basically, of the score. Uh, what are your memories of Les and working with Les on that overnight shift? Well, Mike, just like you said, like it was a training ground. So my first six probably seven months here at the score when I got hired a little bit over a year ago was working with Les and I was honored to work with Les because I mean I grew up listening to his stuff late night so it was it was fun I loved it and everything I think all the times of working with Les the one thing that I've noticed that he does that I kind of take notes from just as a producer of working with hosts one thing that he does he treats every listener with respect no matter what topic idea that they say he will always listen to them and he really made his show their show he gives them time and a platform for them to speak and i think that's really important the listeners really feel special and they used to love calling in and i think one of my favorite moments with less honestly everyone knows that less cannot stand the packers at all yep. And I remember I was working with him one shift, and this was kind of fairly new. This was when, like, Aaron Rodgers was doing uh, Jeopardy. I guess he was, like, filling in for the Jeopardy host. So I was kind of telling him during the break, I was like, hey, I'm going to come back with this Jeopardy uh, Aaron Rodgers thing. And he was like, no, don't play it. Don't do not do it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> and I was like, but I was like, it's funny. He's trolling him. Like, I think yeah. he would like it. And he was like. I don't want to talk nothing about Packers at all. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, not a problem. So, and then as I was there, I was like, the next segment, I was like, you know what? Just for fun, I'm going to play it anyway. So I came back and played it. And he actually heard it and because he was running a little dry. That sometimes happens when you're doing overnight, like four sure. or five hours. And he played and I played it. And he actually, he was cracking up, laughing at it. And he loved it because obviously they was getting trolled and he loves trolling the Packers, which then created more callers coming in. So, and then later he told me, great job. But the the thing that I loved about it is just like, he let you kind of experiment. He let you, you know, be creative with them. And even if you made a mistake, he was always there to help you out. So that's one of the things I really going to miss about working with Les. Yeah. Uh, I, and uh, I agree wholeheartedly, uh, for, for those of us that go way back with less. And I, I, my first experience with less was as a listener, um, uh, graduated college in the mid nineties, uh, coming back to Chicago and trying to get into, uh, the media here, the sports media, radio, television, whatever it may be. Uh, I was working in a bar and, uh, in several bars, in fact, and when you work in bars, guess when you get off work? Late at night and uh, early in the morning, whatever that hour may be. Uh, I was often in the car during Les's show, and that is that was my introduction to Les. I did not. I'm too young to have been around for the WLS, uh, Larry Lujak, Steve Dahl stuff. I, I missed all of that. But the mid '90s uh, score stuff, end '90s, I guess it would have been. Um, 
that is when I, I discovered less. And at the, the very first experience I had was as a listener, uh, driving home from work. And uh, when I got to, that was kind of the cool thing for me. When, when I finally got uh, in, when I finally got a job covering sports up here in Chicago, it was the late 90s. And the network I was with at the time, uh, I was one of the sports reporters. And the, the first time I remember going to the Wrigley Field press box, where I met, you know, Les, and at the time, George Offman was the main update guy at the score, and David Schuster, our reporter and longtime friend, um, all the TV reporters, all the newspaper reporters. But, you know, the, the guys that stood out to me because I was a radio reporter and I loved listening to sports radio were the sports radio guys. So Les, to me, and then to become friends and colleagues with those guys, um, and then really once you get into the, the Les uh, – galaxy and in the stories there's really no escaping it and you don't want to because it's a ton of fun uh we want to take a lot of your calls we want to take a lot of your texts 312-644-6767 let's go right out to the phones this is your show this is your hour uh right here on the score talking about less uh west side kevin is up first here on the score hey kevin espo hell of a circumstance man good to talk to you but, uh, yeah, no, I just want to say, I know you guys lost a friend, a coworker, but all of us listeners, we lost a friend too. You know, the whole, the whole state of Illinois lost a great friend. Um, yep. I'm a 26 year old, you know, minority guy from the West side of Chicago. And I loved his overnight show, you know, is he touched all demographics, all groups of people. I called into that overnight show all the time, you know, Bum of the yep. week, and for that you oh, yeah. suck. Yep. Always in call for that. I loved it because at that time of night, whatever is the reason, he lets you talk. You know, like you, you mentioned it. Nowadays, you call in the show, it's ten, thirteen seconds, and you're dumb. You get yep. five, seven minutes talking to Les. You know, over during his show, it was great. I would always call in. You know, when when you're a kid, summer vacation. You know, school breaks when you stay up late. Love staying on the show, talking to him, chatting him up, you know, get good quality time on the airwaves. But, uh, you know, like you said, man, like Les would say, so much for that. Yep. Hey, and Kevin, thanks for the call. And that's part of it, right? I mean, Les truly enjoyed interacting with all of you that would call into the show or text into the show. Um, It was not an act. That was him. He loved doing it. He took pride in being there for y'all overnight. Those of you that work third shift or drive trucks or, you know, you get up at the crack of dawn to go to whatever job it is that you that you have, you know, he was your winding down at the end of the day. He was your uh, your your radio pal in the cab of your truck. He was the guy who um, helped you drive to work, you know, before the sun comes up. And it would, he tried to do it in an entertaining fashion, and, and he certainly did. And as as Brandon said, a lot of times, you know, you kind of run out of out of material at certain times, depending on what's going on in the in the sports uh, world at the time. Uh, and I can tell you firsthand, it's very difficult to do uh, a talk show by yourself for so long. But the man did it. I don't even know. I don't even want to add up how many hours he broadcast by himself on the station. It's got to be in the tens of thousands, maybe, over the course of however many decades. But um, certainly some great points, Kevin, and we, and we appreciate you checking in. Um, I know Les certainly was, was a part of the fabric of a lot of people's lives, uh, that, that are up and out and working at this time. Uh, next up, we go to Aurora. Jose is up on the score. Hey, Jose. Good evening. Good evening. Thanks for having me. Sure. Um, I'm going to miss him big time. I don't even know if I'll ever... Call, if I do call back, it won't be as much as I did with Grob because he was like the only guy I called off of here. But I wanted to say a, a couple stories. I would always try to pick his brain, but just when I thought I could pick that man's brain, I couldn't. He would know the, the sports guys. <laughs> what, a story back in 2015, I asked him, Grob, um, why don't they let what this cub, it was a particular cub that I like a lot reading about, named Gabby Hartnett. He's like, oh, I don't know why, but you know what? 
um, he told me, Jose, he was like, uh, yeah, I knew him when I was a kid. He he was like a neighbor or he lived, yeah, he was like our neighbor here and whatever. And he'd always come out and get mad because he thought we were running through his garden. And I'm like, what? So when Grob was like seven or eight years old, he knew this guy. I was like, how did, man, just when I thought I could pick his brain the other day uh, on the 20, uh, like in December, late December, I asked him about Willie Gallimore, he's like, oh, yeah, I knew him, too. I got his autograph when I was 11. So it's like this guy knew all of these sports guys, so I envy this man because he's like the only guy that knows more than me about Chicago sports because I pride myself in knowing about Chicago sports, and Grob, like, always would make me proud inside that that's the kind of guy that I'll end up being like, like Grob knowing about living, breathing Chicago sports. It, it was because yep. of him. He was my inspiration. Thanks for having me, buddy. Sure. Jose, good to talk to you. And uh, he was, so Les was born in 1952. We all know what kind of memory he had. Um, I told the story earlier. Uh, one of those first times I met him, and this was during a Cub game, you sit in the, the press box up there at Wrigley Field, and you know you shoot the, shoot the uh, breeze with the media, you watch the game, you keep score, make your notes for your reports and your post games, you do your hits uh, for whatever stations that are that you're there for, but it's baseball. There's a lot of downtime, and there's a lot of weird conversations, a lot of which revolve around baseball. So Les got to... Uh, talking and, and he asked me what my birthday was. So I told him and he's like, no, 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 no. I need the year too. Because he wanted to tell me, which he then proceeded to do. I gave him my birth date, month, day, year. And he proceeded to tell me then from the t- off of the top of his head, what the Cubs had done that day, who the winning pitcher was, who the losing pitcher was. I don't remember if he gave me who homered and all of this, obviously I have no idea what any of this is. But I have I have since pulled it up, and now I recall because Bill Hands was the losing pitcher for the Cubs. This was in 1972, uh, losing a game to Juan Marichal of the San Francisco Giants. And Les just pulls this, and, and obviously the man had a very special memory. Off the top of his head, like nothing. Like I, I lobbed the date out there, and like two seconds later he's telling me, you know, what the Cubs did that day. And just stuff like that, you would just laugh. We we had so much fun during some of those games. And, and you know, there was always the banter. There was always the the jokes, the teasing, whatever. Um, but as our pal David Schuster uh, said earlier this morning on the station, you know, you tease your friends because you love them. It was all done in good fun. We all did it to each other up there in the press box. And we certainly had tons of fun uh, with Les doing all of our our baseball things up there in the press box. Uh, As we remember Les, uh, let's not forget condolences to his longtime partner, Kathy, uh, who I met on several occasions, very nice woman, uh, and his son, Scott, who I have not met, but I know uh, Les was very proud of Scott. I know Les was a grandfather as well, so condolences to Les's family. And certainly, you know, as as uh, our first caller, Kevin, pointed out to his his radio family, too. And I'm not talking about those of us that work at the station. I'm talking about you guys and girls that are out there listening each and every night to Les. Um, he, he becomes a part of your family. He's there five nights a week, five hours a night, usually. And if if you listen that much, then you talk to Les or listen to Les more than you talk to some members of your family there. So, um we're, 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 we're grieving and we're celebrating. We're, we're, we're celebrating the memory of our friend and uh, we're trying to take as many of your calls as we can. Uh, out to Villa Park, I think it's pronounced Ilir, if I have this right. You're on the score, Ilir. Yes, you do. You have it correct. Great. Great. I'm just calling in. I just want to say uh, thank you to Les. I worked a midnight shift, um, worked there for several years now, and I just want to say a big thank you to Les for keeping me going. Um, he's a sports encyclopedia, and he will be missed. Rest in peace, Les. Thank you very much. Nilir, we appreciate you checking in. Uh, all the third shifters, for sure. I, and I, I lost the text because what happens as new texts rolled in, that as the other ones get bumped down, uh, I, I lost one. But the, the general gist of this was a, a female texter who said, uh, basically, I was one of Les's female listeners, and I know that there were a lot more of them out there uh, than you thought, because right on, on overnights. Uh, but basically she was thanking Les for, you know, for what he did, uh, 
um, for her uh, do, during the you know the overnight hours in terms of uh, being that voice there on the radio. Um, the overnight shift, right? I mean that you know if you're out driving around, you're looking to be entertained and you're looking for that uh, friendly voice. Unless was that man or woman, uh, sports fan or non-sports fan, and and a lot of people are you know somewhere in the middle of that. But you could always find something. Uh, to enjoy on Les's show. Uh, out to Plainfield, we have John up next on the score talking about Les Grobstein. Hey, John. Hey. Uh, oh boy, I'm uh, still a. I'm still in shock. I um, wake up to another radio station um, that I believe Les has never been on, but I woke up to this news uh, and um, I was completely in shock. I talked to Les about uh, two months ago. Um, and little did I know the next time I call into the score, it would be for this. Um, and I'm, I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm sad for all of all his family, his colleagues, and I'm sad. Uh, the reason I called a couple of months ago, I was having a friendly little argument with a, a friend of mine about whether they ever sold Oscar Mayer hot dogs at Wrigley Field. So who better to call if anyone would know, it, right, Les would be the guy who would know the answer to that, John. And he went into a five-minute story about the Oscar Mayer hot dogs, and then when Zell came, was that his name, Zell, who owned the Tribune, owned the yeah, Cubs for Sam a while Zell, there? Yep. yep. Completely ruined him. I don't think Les was too fond of him anyway. Uh, I don't he think went so. Into I think a, you're right five-minute story about the Oscar Mayer hot dogs, and when Zell came in, he brought in another kind of hot dog, probably just to save some money. But he, I mean, he didn't know, not only did he know everything about sports, he knew what kind of hot dogs were sold at Wrigley Field and when. And there's, yeah, I'm going to miss him so much, you have no idea. Well, and John, John, we appreciate it. And uh, we've been hearing that throughout the day. And really, because that's it, and there's a texter, uh, 708 texter who says, how can the score replace a legend? How? I mean, it, the question is a great one because I don't know that there is any replacing Les Grobstein because for all of those of us that are our score staff and we can do shows, you can't replicate less. You can't replicate uh, the personality, the brain, the idiosyncrasies, um, there will never be another Les Grobstein, right? I mean, you're going to have other guys who can host shows, who can talk about Chicago sports, uh, who might hate the Packers just as much as Les did. But, you know, rolling all that together, and as John said, I mean, that's literally true, right? If your question was, gee, I wonder what kind of hot dogs the, you know, the Cubs sold at Wrigley Field back during the 1980s, the, the first person I would ask automatically would be Les. He would get a text Hey, Les, do you have any idea what what hot dogs the Cubs sold at Wrigley Field in the 1980s? And I would expect an answer because he would usually know something like that, even if it was obscure. Um, but that was Les, and that was the man's life was devoted to Chicago sports. Uh, he had been doing radio going back to December of 1970. Uh, Northwestern basketball was his first gig among many. Uh, back in, uh, I have it here, December 29th, 1970. He was a color commentator for Northwestern basketball. He went to Von Steuben High School and Columbia College right here in the city. Um, that was the one thing you also got with Les that, you know, a lot of us, and I'll put myself in this, in this uh, vein, you know, I went to, I grew up here. I went to high school here. I went to college down in Champaign at University of Illinois. But, you know, as you progress and as you, especially as you study uh, journalism and, you know, you learn all of the traits, at least for me, and I know this to be true for some of the others, a lot of the fandom kind of takes a backseat. You know, there's the whole no cheering in the press box. You're there as a reporter. You're not supposed to be actively rooting. I mean, of course, you, you know, my childhood allegiances to the Cubs, Bears, Bulls, uh, and even the White Sox have never died, the Blackhawks. Um you just learn to control them, right? You're not you're not there cheering. You're not a cheerleader for the team. You're there as a reporter. You're doing your job. On the inside, you might be thrilled that they're winning, uh, but you're there trying to be impartial. Now, Les could be impartial if he were giving a, a, a national outlet uh, a 30-second hit from Soldier Field during a Bears game. 
he could absolutely you, you nail that 30 second uh, hit. He could do the reporting part 1000%. But deep down, as, as Brandon Fryer said during our, our uh, earlier segment, he hated the Packers. He carried his Chicago uh, citizenship with him as a badge of honor. He hated the, the rival teams. He loved the Chicago teams. He knew all of the Chicago teams, including some of the ones that came and went that you and I barely remember, if at all. Uh, Les probably worked for them, called games for them, and certainly attended games uh, for them. Uh, we're going to continue uh, taking more of your calls. We have a bunch of people on hold. We're going to get to you uh, as quickly as possible. I'll read some texts as well. And again, stick around. Plenty of time for all your calls tonight. Mark Rohde is going to do Les's show from midnight to 5 a.m. So we have uh, lots of time to talk about our friend Les Grobstein, who passed away last night. RIP to a legend, and uh, we'll be right back here on The Score to continue talking about Les. It's 6.70. Tonight, starting at midnight, it's a special edition of Score Overnights. Remembering friend, colleague, Score legend, and Chicago radio icon, Les Grobstein. Hosted by The Score's own Mark Grody. Mark will be remembering the Grobber and taking your calls. Midnight to 5 a.m. on Sports Radio 670 The Score. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And we got some more text messengers coming in here. Area code 469. Les is a diehard Packer fan. Hate on them all you want. Take your medicine when you get it wrong. So trash away, my friend. Well, you know what? I could have trashed away big time last Sunday when they got destroyed by the uh, Saints. I didn't trash away then. But all of a sudden, uh, you all kept your mouth shut the way your team got its rear end kicked in by the Saints. All of a sudden, they play the worst team in the division, the Lions. They had a big second half after they trailed at halftime. Now, all of a sudden, you're all mouthing off. Like this is some person saying they're going to go 15-1 and one the rest of the way. Some of you people out there, uh, you got absolutely no clue what the hell you're talking about. No clue whatsoever. And that was our buddy, Les Grobstein. Good to hear uh, the less drops. I mean, listen, and the less drops will live forever. They will never not be a part of the score. So no fear there. Mike Esposito here with you this evening. Remembering our friend Les Grobstein, who passed away last night. Um, if you just missed it, uh, 69 years old was Les. A uh, big shock to all of us uh, waking up this morning. And I know a lot of you as well. Um, 
Uh, I've got a bunch of questions via uh, the text line. Uh, Will Grody play Let's Spend the Night Together? I don't know. We'll have to wait and find out together. Will Bum of the Week still happen? I don't know uh, if that is going to happen. Um, Somebody asked about a GoFundMe page. There is one for his family for funeral expenses, uh, and I will retweet that. Uh, I have to find it, but I will find it and I will retweet it. Uh, I did want to read a text or two before we jump back out to the phones. Uh, I particularly uh, enjoyed this one, an 847 texter, uh, which I think represents a lot of us. That's why I feel this one uh, is good. Um, Called this morning, so I won't type your phones, but Les was there countless nights when I couldn't sleep as both my wife and daughter fought serious illness. A true gentleman who could tolerate a complete doofus and still thank me for calling. There's a giant hole in the night and will never be the same. Thanks for being there from us or for us. Excuse me, Bob from Arlington Heights. Bob, I could not agree more. Uh, And I know a lot of people feel the same way, whether you were uh, unable to sleep or you're up working or you're getting up to go to work or you're going home to go to sleep. uh, I know uh, lots of night owls, um, regardless of race, gender, you name it, tuned into Les's show. I know that we, we witnessed it. Uh, we've witnessed it uh, today. We've witnessed it together. And certainly uh, if you experienced Les's show, you heard it. Uh, you could be uh, a cheesehead from Wisconsin who loved the Packers and who would call in and, and razz less. You could be uh, the most diehard Chicago fan ever. You could be now, you know, with the wonders of modern technology. I got a few tweets from people uh, living across the country. You know, you can listen on the Odyssey app and why wouldn't you? Um, you know, Les's show and, and Chicagoans moving and, and living across this country, uh, we're still able to, to check in uh, with Les each and every evening. 312-644-6767 is our number as we uh, reminisce and talk more about our friend Les. Uh, let's head out to Old Town uh, and we'll talk to Rich here on The Score. Hey, Rich, good evening. Good evening. I, uh, I'm going to tell you some interesting stuff. I'm, a, I'm an older guy. Uh, comparable to probably less in age. So, and I'm a long time caller and kind of a recent caller to other score shows, but less was kind of interesting to me in regard to uh, kind of, kind of a bunch of things. He's being an old timer, uh, similar to his age, he could relate to topics I would bring up about older people that the young callers probably never had the experience of seeing or, or understanding. And, and he did, and we would have some great conversations. I probably talked to him and I'm not from here, but I've been here 23 years. I probably talked to him 50 times and he and I felt a good relationship. And I, as you know, I, and then he, he kind of interested me about calling other score hosts. And that's why I've been fairly active but the thing that I, that I think that I can remember best, and I think is the best tribute, and people may disagree, but I love guys that are homers. Now, you're right about objectivity, because he was, mm-hmm. but I've never yeah. met a guy, and I've lived all over the country, that is the biggest homer in my life than Les. Nobody. There's nobody that loves Chicago teams like he did. And I really appreciated that. Because, you know, not having grown up here, I'm kind of a passive Chicago fan. Right. Not having grown up here, but he kind of converted me, and I started really following Chicago sports, really because of Les. And Mm -hmm. that kind of of tuned me in. But I'm going to tell you an anecdotal story that tells you everything you need to know about him. Uh, I'm a former college athlete, and I would play at the East Bank Club and, and organize pickup basketball leagues. And I played with a lot of celebrities that are from Chicago, both mm-hmm. basketball and football guys. I had to be, this had to be 25 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. We're playing, and I've never seen him face-to-face until this. He shows up to the East Bank Club, and we're taking a break because we're killing everybody. I mean, we got Bear guys and former college players. I'm a former college football player, but I was a high school basketball player. And we're just taking a break. And who shows up with a notepad? But this is, I was stunned. I've never met him. Les, Les shows up, and he's interviewing us. 
and the players <laughs> about how good we were in a pickup basketball game at the East Bank Club. And I'm thinking, this guy is unbelievable. Why no, would he Rich, even be? He covered, he covered everything. And I don't have the team names, and we really appreciate the call. Um, he had... You name it, and there I've got a few of them here. The Chicago Sting. You'd love to talk about the Honey Bears. Um, I, I don't know if you ever heard of Sports Phone, but there was a lot of different uh, teams and entities that less represented, and that he um, called games for. I have no, I, I don't have them in front of me, but if there was a league, be it uh, minor league, uh, independent league, you name it, league. Major, all the way up to major leagues, right? I mean, you know, Les certainly covered all of our pro teams, but he did not discriminate. If you were the, uh, you know, the rookie ball, A ball, minor league baseball team playing out in Kane County, Les was going there. And if he was covering the game, he was going to interview you just like uh, in, in your story, right? It doesn't matter if you're, you know, if you're Ryan Sandberg at Wrigley Field or if you're, you know, Joe Schmo in Kane County. He was going to interview you the same way. He took it in the same seriousness. He remembered things in in the same fashion. Um, that was just, uh, that was just how he was. So that, that rings true. Uh, your story there about, uh, East bank club and, uh, and the various different things he would do, uh, on the line. Now also another regular caller from Mount Vernon. We like to welcome in James on the score talking about less. Hey James. Mike. Good evening. Same to you. Can't believe he's gone. Yeah, it's a tough but, one. I know. I woke up. I woke up to it uh, this morning, and uh, it was a shocker, and uh, not not one you expected. I was getting ready to razz less about NASCAR because he hated NASCAR. He did. <laughs> yes. He he hated me for talking about it. He hated me for talking about my teams here in Southern Indiana, like uh, the University of Evansville and the University of Southern Indiana. He even hated my high school stories about my team, the Mount Vernon Wildcats. But mm. that was the great thing about Les. With Les, you followed one basic golden rule. I call it the golden rule of Chicago sports radio. When you're on 670 score, you talk five things. Bears, Bulls, Cubs, Hawks, Sox. That's it. Yep. Well, the beauty of Les's show, and that's why I know a, a, a lot of people from a lot of different areas, James, loved listening and still, you know, right up till present day would listen to, to Les's show is he would absolutely do the Chicago teams. But if you had a thought about, you know, pick your team, he probably had thoughts on it, right? I mean, and he would talk to you about it. He, he might not like it, like you said, with his NASCAR stuff, but he, he was certainly game and open to to talking to you about it. It was a conversation with with his listeners every night. And we certainly appreciate uh, James checking in. Um, a few texts from the text line again. Score uh, text text zone brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time shop online at Rosen Hyundai. And again, our our number for both calls and texts three one two six four four six seven six seven. Two one seven. Les got me through all the nights I was homesick and couldn't sleep at college. We'll never forget the impact he had on me. Rest peacefully, legend. Absolutely. Uh, I, I know a lot of people uh, in a lot of different uh, circumstances similar to that one. Um, we're, we're regular listeners. You might not have been a regular caller, but you were a regular listener. Uh, 312, I've seen this one a ton today too, so I'll read it. Uh, for us sports lovers who had trouble falling asleep, Les was our great friend, helped me let go of the prior day's stresses to relax and enjoy and eventually doze off. He will be missed, without question. It, it was uh, great listening, and uh, he really was your, your radio friend. Uh, let's do downtown Anthony up next here on The Score, talking about Les Grobstein. Hey, Anthony. Hey, guys. How are you doing? You're doing a great job tonight. Thank you, Anthony. Appreciate it. Uh, so, I, uh, well, we had a rough couple of weeks, Jeff Dickerson and uh, Les. Uh, yep. But um, it's just, uh, it's surreal, like a lot of the callers said. Everyone covered. He's an encyclopedia, and he was, he got everyone through all the nights. But uh, I had a friend, Craig Miller, who worked there, and um, he used to, when I worked sure. midnights, 
Craig, uh, he did some producing with you guys, and yep, he always got on Craig, me. Yeah. Al- <laughs> I would always call Les because I was working midnights, and Les really did get you through those nights, and you uh, you just you, you appreciate him for what he was. He was a uh, he was one of a kind, and uh, he was very kind. So it was it'll he'll be sorely missed, and and uh, he knew everything. And now you can, it's like having that uh, family member you can't call anymore, you know, and ask him a question. So. It really is. And Anthony, thanks for the call and uh, our best to uh, our old uh, pal, Craig Miller. Um, that's a blast from the past uh, here at the score. Uh, but yeah, no, less is less is definitely that was he was that guy. Right. I mean, if if I had and it's not it's almost not fair now, it, you know, because of Google and the Internet and, you know, Try explaining to kids who were born after the internet was invented, who live on their devices, what it was like before Google. And, you know, you had to go look things up and you had to, like, memorize things and everything, right? I mean, they they look at you cross-eyed and they don't know what you're talking about. But for those of us older than that, I mean, to to have that fountain of knowledge that that Les had in his head... um, I mean, it's truly, it was truly a miracle, right? He had a miraculous memory... Um, certainly a photographic memory with, with the Chicago sports stats, names, uh, you name it, right? I mean, Les remembered it and, uh, and it was great. And it was, it was like all of our, you know, those of us, uh, sports fans and, and crazy sports fans, you know, this was our little, you know, late night hideaway where we can, you know, relax and be amongst friends and listen to what happened with the day, whether it's, you know, the Cubs doing something lousy or, you know, Packers bears thoughts or whatever it was. Uh, it was our place. And, uh, Les was our, our ringmaster kind of right. And, you know, he, he did the, the nice thing about, and one of the uh, previous callers said he would, he would not only take your call, but he would, you know, th- this was not a, hey, I want to hear you for 10 seconds and then I'm going to snip you, right? He would let you talk. And if you had a good conversation going, this could be four or five minutes, right? I mean, there was no cutting you off. He wanted to hear from you. He had the time to fill, right? Which was part of it, but it wasn't the only part of it. He, he wanted to hear your opinions. He wanted to have that conversation with his listeners. Uh, and it was certainly uh, something that uh, not a lot of people in this industry could have done. There's no, there's no doubt about it. Les, Les was one of the handful of people um, who could do that and literally doing it by himself. If you've, uh, if you've not tried it, and I know <laughs> why would you try it? Most people have no reason to try hosting a talk show. If you've not tried hosting a talk show by yourself, doing two hours by yourself is ridiculous. Doing five hours every night by yourself is, is just amazing. 312-644-6767 is our number. We have one more segment with me, Mike Esposito. I'm going to turn it over at midnight to Mark Grody. You all know uh, Grody and Les's relationship uh, and uh, their great friendship. Uh, certainly many, many instances of, of crosstalk and guest appearances. And uh, Mark's going to do Les's show tonight. And I think that's extremely fitting uh, we look forward to listening to that. But that's coming up at midnight. One more segment with us, as many of your calls and texts as we could get to right here on 670 The Score. Tonight, starting at midnight, it's a special edition of Score Overnights. Remembering friend, colleague, score legend, and Chicago radio icon, Les Grobstein. Hosted by the Score's own Mark Grody. Mark will be remembering the Grobber and taking your calls. Midnight to 5 a.m. on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Do you plan to follow the Kraken and be a fan like the when first fan, the so Hawks, to speak? I will. But I mean, like in general, will you be, so to speak, the first fan of the Seattle Kraken? No, but I got a friend that uh, when the uh, Vegas Golden Knights were performed, bought season tickets their first year. And that same person now has bought uh, Kraken season tickets. He bought what? Crack? Kraken. Oh, Kraken. Okay. That's the nickname. Less. And you know doggone well it's the nickname, and you're trying to be a wise no, guy no, here. I know no, what you're doing. No, yeah, you are. No, That's why you use you, that one no. syllable. Line you there. said he I went said there to crackin'. buy it. Okay. I it said sounded to me. I It sounded to me like you said crack, but whatever. We Take could... the wax out of your ear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I'm laughing listening to stuff I've heard a million times. I'm sure you guys are doing that uh, out in your cars or in your homes. This evening, uh, Mike Esposito here with you for one more segment. We're talking about our friend Les Grobstein, who passed last night. Uh, our deepest condolences to Kathy and Scott and Les's family. Uh, and really, to all of your listeners, all, all of our listeners, uh, Les's listeners, uh, that were loyal to his show. I know there's a lot of you out there. I'm getting texts from a million of you. I wish I could read them all, um, and I wish I could take all your calls. I'm going to get right back to the phones. Uh, I do want to read a text or two uh, before I do. Um, and uh, this one cracked me up from the 708. For those of us of a certain age who remember sports phone, what you had to do, this is back in the, I guess, what, late 70s, early 80s, when you couldn't get sports information at an instant at your fingertips, there was this phone number. You called it. It was sports phone, and they would give you scores, and they updated it like once an hour. Uh, a 708 texter, and Les worked there. That was one of his gigs. Uh, sports phone almost got me and a couple of other bartenders at the Hilton fired back in the 80s. We were betting basketball, always calling sports phone. The hotel comptroller monitored the open phone lines and was wondering why the same number was being called every, every two minutes from a secure hotel phone line. Uh, we heard Les, Offman, and Schuster. It was great. Um, that's a fantastic uh, story. I have a similar story, although I was a kid and I was not betting, but I would call there all the time. And then this one from the 773, uh, Pete, uh, retired CPD. And that's another thing I know that Les had a ton of, uh, whether it was Chicago police, Chicago fire, um, EMTs, you name it, hospital workers, anyone on those overnight shifts, um, I want to read this from uh, CPD Pete. He's retired, uh, worked the majority of his career until 2 a.m., spent many years driving home with him and learned a lot and laughed a lot. Uh, Pete is also a Packer fan. He was once a Bear, uh, less as a Bear fan. Uh, I could never get angry with regarding his hatred because it was just humorous coming from him. Called the colors something I like to puke green and vomit yellow. Uh, Pete also works security at Wrigley Field, and one time in the employee elevator, I looked down to see two different shoes on a man next to me, and yes, I look up in the media badge, it was Les. I finally put a face to the voice, and it was just so grobber to me. RIP to a real definition of a radio personality. God bless, signed Pete. Um, Pete, thank you for that. That was Les, right there. You you nailed it uh, right on the head. That was Les. And he loved it. And I'm sure if he didn't, he, he would have if you had told him who you were. I, I'm assuming you did. Uh, but if you didn't, uh, he, he certainly would have talked your ear off uh, right then and there at Wrigley Field. Uh, out to the phone lines we go again. Racine, Tim is up next here on The Score. Hey, Tim. Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing all right, so how are you? I want to give my condolences to Scott and, and, and you know, get, or, uh, um, you know, I'm just really upset because I've called at least a thousand times. Yeah. Well, I would say at least that that's, that's pretty. And I mean, I really have because I've talked to that guy so many times and it don't matter who who you are, where you came from, but I'm, I'm a Green Bay, I'm a Green Bay Packer fan. And he always told me, Hey, KMA. <laughs> it was always KMA, <laughs> you know, the mustard and relish colors. Sure. I, I mean, I, yeah, and uh, oh my God, I, I I felt really bad because I was like, did you guys hijack Les? Because I was trying to call last week and there was no call, you know, to talk to Les. Uh, that was my, you know, that's how I could cope. It's your outlet. I, I get it and uh, appreciate it, Tim. I know I know a lot of people were uh, or, or are thinking the exact same thing, uh, especially if you're. Uh, the keeper of night hours as opposed to day hours. If you work the night shift or you're just a night owl and you're up late or you, you go to bed late, uh, you get up early, whatever it is, uh, less was, uh, that show was um, exactly what you needed. It was the wind me down. It was the get the start of your day going. Um, it was uh, it was really something. And, and the cool part about this, and I saw our friend Chris Ranji, a longtime uh, score guy, uh, tweet this earlier because Chris has worked in markets uh, throughout the country most recently in St. Louis. He still does fill in for us here on the score. But, and, and I'm paraphrasing, but it was something to the extent of, you know, Chris had worked in many different markets around the country and traveled through many different uh, markets across the country. And lots of them have overnight shows. None of them have less. 
to think you were going to get the guy with probably the largest uh, amount of sports knowledge pertaining to Chicago sports in his head, uh, working on an overnight shift and doing five hours by himself overnight from midnight to five every night. That just does not happen. And it doesn't happen. I mean, nowhere else in America does that happen. And certainly Chicago has, has always historically been a great radio town. Uh, you have always had, um, you know, plenty of personalities, uh, regardless of news, sports, whatever. Um, but certainly less is, is right up there with them uh, in terms of what he brought to the table every night. Um, and a lot of times after covering a game, there were many occasions where, you know, I'd be sitting next to him at a White Sox game that started at seven o'clock and the game would end at 10 and he'd gone down and do post game with us in the, in the, in the clubhouses. And then he'd get in his car and race down to the score for his shift that started at midnight. It's like, wait a second, less, but he did this all the time. You'd get to the baseball game for, for first pitch, or maybe if you, if you did the pregame locker room, you were there well before first pitch. The game starts at seven. It's a three hour game. You do the post game for an hour. And then he would drive to the station and do five hours. And, and I know it's baseball, and I know it sounds like um, it's a ton of fun, and it is. But when you do it night after night and you add all the hours together, it's very tiring. And there's a reason not a lot of people do it, because it is very tiring. Uh, but Les did it all the time, all the time. And that's just how he was. Uh, Wayne is in Lafayette, Indiana. Hey, Wayne. Good evening. Hey, Espo, you know, you know, the Grover and I go way back. I mean, way back, yep. <laughs> man. I remember, I remember him from WLS days and snot nosed Tommy and old uncle Lair. I mean, and then I, Mr. Rosen, thanks for getting him out of the woodwork. Cause I couldn't believe I said, man, that's Les Grobstein from the old W. And I started calling yep. in and, yep. and boy, oh boy. And you know, um, the Grover, you just, thought he was indestructible man he, he was going to keep doing this till the day he died and he, he did but he, he did yeah. he never thought this was ever going to happen to him he didn't think anything like this could ever happen to him and well i just had a kind of a bad feeling last week when that when all those cbs things were going on and he wasn't on you know but i mean yeah. I, I, I don't don't mean to be negative at all ever and uh want to say one but one of his favorite WKRP from Cincinnati is God is my witness. I thought yep. turkeys could fly. He always would yep. say that. And uh, one time every Thanksgiving, I, Wayne. Yeah, one time, one time, I one time I cracked him up a little bit. You know, it's hard to do because he could keep a straight face. But I cracked him up a little bit when the OJ Simpson stuff was going on a little bit, and I said, uh, Yeah, Robert Shapiro will protect you for a fee. Wear a three-piece suit, bring lots of loot, and they'll find you not guilty. And he cracked up. He says, "Boy, that sure is right, Wayne." And uh, I'll tell you what. He, and he, he used to love to come down to Purdue University, and and uh, and uh, he he would go to Garcia's Gutbuster. It was a slice of pizza on Chauncey sure. Hill Mall. It was Garcia's Gutbuster. And he says, and uh, he says, "Yeah, I said, Les Garcia's is folded up, man. They're not there anymore, buddy." And so he was he was pretty sad about that deal. Yep. Well, Wayne, we appreciate you checking in and uh, sharing your memories of Les. Um, he certainly was. And you know what? He would. And that's the other thing, too. Like, Wayne Wayne goes all the way back to the WLS days with Les. And I know we have a lot of people in the same boat uh, that you've been listening to Les uh, for decades. And especially then, and especially like, you know, Les has been hosting shows in Chicago for, for many, many years. So you may very well have been talking with Les for 25, 30 years. You may have never met in person. You may have, but he's been a part of your experience, a part of your life for that long. And uh, it's really going to, a lot of people are going to be missing uh, our friend Les. I mean, including obviously all of us here at the station that had the pleasure of knowing him and working with him. Um, A 312 texter says, Les is going to be missed so much. My overnights are never going to be the same. Uh, from a longtime listener in Pilsen, Elf Efren is his name. Efrain, sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've gotten a million texts uh, like that one. 331 texter, I'm a 38-year-old woman who has listened to Les every night for the past 15 years. He helped develop my love for sports radio, especially the score. His breadth of knowledge was incredible, and I will greatly miss him. It's going to be tough. And uh, to everyone asking, you know, are we keeping all of Les's uh things are we going to do his show are we going to do whatever what i do know is this mark Rody is going to do less a show this evening 
And it's going to be appointment radio. You're going to want to listen to it. Grody is going to be in from midnight to five. Uh, you heard the clip we played coming into the segment, and uh, that's the, a little little nugget of, of Mark and Les. And the, and the Kraken and Hawks coincidentally played today. Not that anyone's <laughs> uh, keeping score there, but uh, they did. Um, so that was funny, too. But uh, Grody is going to be on. You're going to want to listen to that. Uh, I will be listening to that. Uh, so that's coming up at midnight. Uh, let's see if we can sneak a, another call in here. Uh, Phil is in Old Town. Phil is up next on the score. Hey, Phil. Oh, Phil dropped, so let's go to... All right, well, Phil dropped. So uh, let me uh, go I to I do want to play something for you, Espo, real quick. You okay, were just talking Brandon, about sure. the you know, the Blackhawks is playing the, the Kraken, which I think yep. is hilarious. And you know they had a shootout, and I want to play this from Lant, uh, Les about the shootout, what he thinks about sure. hockey in the shootout. Boy, I, I just absolutely loathe the shootout that Bettman and his boys have come up with and that three on three in overtime that's garbage too that's not hockey no matter what anybody says it just oh it's a fun game for the kids it's not supposed to be there for the kids it's supposed to be for everybody and a legitimate sport and they've turned it into a complete sham i'm not saying it to anything new i've been saying this for uh, since they put this thing in it's stupid it's dumb it's hokey it's not real hockey I just think that the fact that it was a shootout, the the Kraken was playing the Hawks today. I think it's just all fun. As I was just looking at Les's audio, and I had that one, and I was just cracking up laughing because I just know when Les gets into his rants, it's just hysterical. I just love it because he's so passionate about it. I love it. Me, Brandon, because that's true, and that's you know you know the uh, the random coincidences of some of this stuff, but. Uh, on on all nights for the Hawks to play the Kraken and for the game to end in a shootout, and then you have the drop of of Grody and Les talking about the Kraken when Mark is making uh, Kraken jokes with Les. Um, it all fits together wonderfully, and I appreciate you. That that's uh, that's that's uh, good work right there. Um, it's time. I mean, I guess that's it. It's time for us to go. I do not want to. Uh, I'll be remiss if I don't mention. Uh, the great work by Brandon Fryer back at the Score Studios. I just mentioned that Mark Grody is going to be on next. You are going to want to stick around. All your calls, all your texts, and a tribute, really, to our buddy Les Grobstein, who passed away yesterday uh, at the age of 69. Our condolences again to Kathy and Scott and Les's family, his grandchildren, um, it's uh, it's going to be strange not having Les around, and we're definitely going to miss our friend. And uh, thank you for joining us this evening uh, as we celebrate Les Gropstein. I'm Mike Esposito. I'll talk to you soon again. Stick around. Mark Rohde coming up next right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670. Mike, 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 that's enough. So much for that. Tonight, starting at midnight, it's a special edition of Score Overnights. Remembering friend, colleague, score legend, and Chicago radio icon, Les Grobstein. Hosted by the Score's own Mark Grody. Mark will be remembering the Grobber and taking your calls. Midnight to 5 a.m. on Sports Radio 670 The Score. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. 
whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.